We Googled how many times did they say bones and bones? And as of <laughs> as of the tenth as of the tenth season, so it didn't even account for the last two, I believe it was like two thousand six hundred sixty eight. Um <laughs> <laughs> and I believe it was like only 820 of them referred to actual bones and the rest well, were referring to temperance bones, Brennan. But so if you extrapolate that the last two seasons, although keep in mind that this last season is only 12 episodes, the word bones was probably said 3000 times over. <laughs> I can't believe, I over can't believe episodes. you pulled extrapolate and then also talked about how like, but we have to modify the algorithm because of the fact that the last season's shorter, of course. But also like David Boreana said bones so many times just in this finale that it had to bump it up. Yeah. When he was looking I, for yeah, bones. Two the, seasons the, worth of bones. <laughs> I, I'm going to be, this is my, this is my wife bones. I'm going to be honest <laughs> at a certain point I stopped registering him saying bones. Yeah. I've been watching, as I, as you can tell by Twitter, I've been rewatching The Sopranos, so I'm used to people just saying a character's name a lot, considering how much of that show is people saying the word Tony or T. Or Tone. Tone. Or Tone. Yeah. Or, Anth- got- or Anthony, if they're... Yeah, there's so many. Christ. But the, the supercut of people saying Bones has got to be, like, five times as long as the, the Sopranos supercut, which is every time someone goes, oh... <laughs> oh, my favorite Sopranos supercut is every t- every murder in the Sopranos, or maybe it's actually every death in the Sopranos, because there are a few that aren't murder. But that so that show has people saying the characters' names as like an Italian trait that I yeah. think is great. This show they say <laughs> bones as though to remind the fucking Joe Biden ass audience that the <laughs> character's times? name is Bones. <laughs> What's also incredible she about studies this bones. is that like the two characters have amazing names. Seely Booth. Seely Booth. Seely Booth. His name is Seely And she calls him Booth, Booth even after yeah. they're married. This is my wife I mean, Bones and this is my husband Booth. I love that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like that's that. good. What is their ship name? Is it Boons or both? Well, they don't really uh, they don't really um, mostly just people call it like it's B B B slash B B and B in the uh, you know the fan fiction communities. Sure. Okay. Uh, there was a push for Semperance. <laughs> That's uh, pretty good. Here. Uh, is everyone is everyone ready? Oh sure. yeah. Everyone yeah. recording? Yeah. Say bones if you're ready. Bones. <laughs> okay, everyone. Every, okay. We're just gonna get it all out at the start here. Just everyone just say bones. There's so the much ne- in the tank. Uh, I don't think we're gonna get it out at the start, dude. That's. Again, I'm watching this bit unfold in front of me. Uh, but I mean, that's what we do here. You want to? You wanted a bit? Well, baby, we sure make bits here at As You Know, the podcast that's dedicated to the first and last episodes of TV shows. Because sometimes we just wonder: Is it worth it? Do we have time? Do I don't have time to watch all twelve episodes or twelve seasons of the show we're talking about today? So instead, we're just going to get right to the. The meat of it, or I guess in this case, the bread of it, the bread of this sandwich. We got the first, the first episode, <laughs> Almost the last episode, the those are the part. bread. I mean, I love bread. Also There's loving bread. Arguably the most important part of any sandwich is the bread. I can't believe that in my entire life, I've never thought of you wanted a bit as, <laughs> as just like a combination of my interests. Uh, well, that was Stephen Doughton right there lamenting that I beat him to a joke that is about 10, 11 years old, or 11 <laughs> years too late to being relevant. Uh, also, joining as always, we've got Matt Ciani. Bones. Travis Marmon. My favorite prolific SoundCloud rapper is Bones. 
Uh, Steven, since I didn't give you the chance to say bones in your introduction, do you want to have a bones joke? Fish? Fish! <laughs> bones. <laughs> I hate psychology. <laughs> it's a soft uh, science. You can't deny well, you that. Sure, you sure have a lot of it. <laughs> I, I love that that was a line because that's like how like left shit posters talked three years ago. Yeah, so, like it's, there's a lot of psychology going on. <laughs> Has a show oh, ever I'm run its course the and then had another season more yes, than Bones? Oh, more than Bones. Like Dexter. Man, was this show over? Dexter it is crazy how much oh, this show you know was what? over. My my choice. I don't know what you for, mean. My choice for a show that clearly reached a conclusion and then kept going even though no one really wanted it to uh, is Scrubs. A show that yeah. had like, here's, oh, yeah. a, here's a wonderful ending, here's, we're yeah. tying these things up, there's a moving montage, and yeah. everyone's like, that's the end of the show. And it's like, oh, they had like two seasons after that. Because they were like, we're definitely getting cancelled, right? So let's do this. And then they the switched ABC networks. Like, no. I think they it switched It was networks. after they switched network. Oh, it was even after? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, Wait, yeah, and then did like, I forget that Matt had watched all of Bones? He said he watched almost all of Bones. He'd seen... Yeah, right. I've seen almost every episode for sure. I had not seen this finale, but I mean, I dropped off where I imagine every person alive who was even considering watching this show dropped off, which is like season eight. You knew, you knew enough to, to give us a heads up about how different Emily Deschanel looked. <laughs> okay, uh, we're going to have to get into that. I try, yeah, it's like, what's a non-mean way? There is not. There there's, is not there's mean no non-mean way. There's no non-mean way. She did have two kids. She was, but it was it a was, little bit, but like with the suddenness of it, it was a little bit of uh, Betty Draper yes. feel. Yes, yep. <laughs> I'm, I don't want any of that. I don't like, I, this I know, I know, I, like, yeah, I know, weird. I know. We'll get to, we'll get, because we'll, when you also sent that message, I was just like, Oh, and then I watched it. I was like, David Boreanaz looks great. David Boreanaz <laughs> looking great. Uh, I Who is this other character? Like, why did they <laughs> replace Bones? Uh, talk about Bones, Ian. Bones is What's an American crime Bones? procedural comedy drama television series created by Hart Hansen for Fox. It premiered on September 13, 2005. Concluded on March 28, 2017. Aired for 246 episodes over 12 seasons. Uh, this is a comedy drama? At, they should have stopped, stopped at 206. Oh yeah, yeah. They should have. Yeah, That's that would have ruled. Okay, Every episode so title should have been a different bone. I want to. I think a thing we need to do more is talk about how we would make these shows different, or also what we think happened between the two episodes to connect. And I'm glad that Steven's already like, well, first thing we're going to do different, chop forty fucking episodes off this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude. exactly as many if bones as there are in the episode, body. If every episode was titled after a bone, it would give would away amazing. all the crimes. Well, no, it's just it's the centerpiece of each crime. Yeah. It's like a uh, it has nothing break- to do with the episode. It's just like a season, way to keep season track. four of Breaking Bad, where like every episode was like an object that was crucial oh, yeah. to the plot. It'd be like that. Instead, Bones had a naming convention where every episode was just like some alliterative uh, like take on like, you know, like, oh, who's the like either some, you know, not quite joke about the victim or the killer, but it was all it's stuff very, very like, like mystery novel shit. That's because it comes from a series of novels. Right, okay. Uh, because the series is very loosely based on the life and novels of uh, Kathy Reichs, a forensic anthropologist who also produced the show. Its title cool. character, Temperance Brennan, is named after the protagonist of her crime novel series. Now, in the fiction of Bones, Dr. Brennan writes a series of successful mystery novels yep. featuring a fictional forensic anthropologist named Kathy Reichs. 
So oh, sick. I, I did, actually didn't know that part. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Recap. I saw the thing. I didn't realize that it also was Anne novels. I just saw it based upon the life of Kathy Reichs, and I was like, yes, I'm sure it's exactly like this. This No, it's... it's this I show mean, that I found slightly less realistic than Riverdale at times. Uh, everyone, take a shot. He Riverdale has gotten its name checked. <laughs> So I have a I have a confession that's related to bones. Okay, um, you killed a man. Uh, I, you carried through on your <laughs> yes. promise that you got away. You with actually murder. have two hundred six bones. Uh, no, uh, I thought that the I thought that the lead character in Bones' name was Susan Bones, and I looked up. <laughs> does anyone know who Susan? Susan? <laughs> I have no does idea. Know who Susan, does anyone know who Susan Bones is? Not a clue. Fucking porn star. <laughs> Oh, it's far uh, worse. I just Googled it's, it. It's far more odious. No, Steven, you got to drag this out. Susan Bones was played by multiple multiple actresses replaced after one movie. Uh, she is a Hufflepuff and uh, oh. uh, Half-Blood Witch. Uh, oh. a, a, uh, and also ran Nobody character Bones? in Harry Potter. Yes. Yep. That's JK was so tired when she came up with that <laughs> like the one thing that i can give out. harry potter is like the characters have memorable names that have you know they have a silliness to them Are you telling me bones susan is not bones a memorable name compared I, I, to yeah. like cornelius fudge or whatever it's yeah susan i'm now bones at is. the i'm now at the uh harry potter.fandom.com uh, page for Susan Bones and just the family members. The protagonist of Bones. The family members are incredible. It's just Mr. Bones, Mrs. Bones, Amelia Bones. I, I'd Edgar like to Bones. get off of Mr. Bones' wild ride. <laughs> yeah. Edgar Bones' wife, and then it just says Bones' children. Which I, I know what it means. That's, uh, that's my favorite Black Sabbath song. <laughs> Bones. It's like if you ran Black Sabbath song titles through Babblefish or whatever yeah. and came out with Bones Children. <laughs> When's Flesh making an EP called Bones Children? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really look good when you're at when you're marketing and it says Flesh of the Stars, Bones Children. So <laughs> you know, I don't think that would work. It's pretty funny though. But you know, we could do like something under Arrested the name development like development ass joke. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say an Alan Partridge uh, bit there. <laughs> Just like, next up, we've got Flesh of the Stars, Bones. <laughs> the panic anyway. raising in the person's voice as they say everybody. Let's get back to the wild. <laughs> let's get back to the wild ride that is Bones. Yeah. So the uh, the show is based around forensic anthropology and forensic archaeology, and each episode focuses on, epi- on an FBI case. Considering the mystery behind human remains brought by FBI Special Agent Seely Booth. Seely Booth is such a fucking cool name. It's so good. It's so such Can a you fucking imagine identity. being a Bosnian terrorist and getting murked by getting a sniper sniped. named Seely? Um, Can you imagine having a character named Seely Booth? Like, he's an army ranger. Like, they probably were like, well, we can't make him a Navy SEAL. Navy SEAL Seely Booth would be... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and uh, just the cases of the forensic anthropologist, Dr. Temperance Bones Brennan, and I would like to start our discussion today by saying I was wrong in one of my predictions for how this episode was going to go, because I assumed when I was going to say Emily Deschanel, Stephen would go, wait, what? And not, <laughs> no. like, that would have been the moment, but I, I was wrong. I did the I bare got, minimum of research. I got too close <laughs> to the sun on this one. I, I will admit that. Uh so this is this is the first time I've come across it in in the podcast. The Bones Wiki is not very robust. 
We do not uh, have a full synopsis. That surprised like, me because this show had a fandom. I mean, I can look again, but but it had such a good casual fandom, like a healthy fandom. People who just watch TV and are fucking normal about it, not like any of us, like normal fucking people who just like to watch shows. That's the real way that shows tend to last so long. Like that's the secret to you know every CBS long running crime procedural. As opposed to yeah, we've done a lot of we've done a lot of shows about where people are insane about them. Yeah, and I guess there were just fewer people who were insane about this very digestible show. Yeah. So yeah, we did. uh, We were doing Bones this week because it was a Travis pick. Travis, why'd you pick Bones? So when we first came up with this podcast. Like a big thing that sort of led to it was discussions of shows that were just like seemed like they always existed and we'd never seen and didn't really know what they were about or what their deal was and they were kind of on forever. And Bones is like the ultimate example of that for me of a show that was on for fucking three different presidents uh, and like on forever. So I ads yeah. for it all the time because it was on Fox. So if you watch it, it I, I knew about it through sports in two different ways. Cause if you watch football, if you watch the NFL, you learn about what's on network TV quite a bit. And so a lot of bones ads there and then bones along with castle, which is another show we'll probably wow. use someday. Yeah. Are I the watched two, that one the too. Two, the two shows that in reruns are always ending right before basketball on TNT. Right. I watched at least two or three episodes of Castle. I've never seen a second of Bones before, you know, this week. But How many like, times? It's weird. This is, a show that st- this is a show that started when I was in middle school and ended when I was an adult. Uh, but that makes sense because, I mean, kind of building off of what you were saying, I mean, the show, as, as, as a show that perpetually existed, but also didn't really at the same time, I mean, its highest rated season was its sixth where it was the 29th highest rated show in TV and its lowest season was its finale where it was the 78th highest rated show on TV. And it went from having, you know, like at its peak 11.5 million viewers to 5.5 million there at the end, which Mm. like is, you know, there's a lot lot that goes in. Yeah, no, there's a lot of, there's a lot that goes into decline in television audiences during that era that, you know, we can't, you know, speak to, but 5.5 5.5 million still watching a show in its 12th season is, to me, astounding. That's way more than Supernatural did to go back to yeah, yeah. Like, like Well, I mean, those are those Famously long-running show Friends had, like, what, 11 seasons? Something like that, yeah. I, I think it was 94 to 04, so... But, yeah, I mean, Matt, you said you had watched Bones? Yeah, I had. Um, because it was on Fox, and I watched other shows on Fox... <laughs> and it wasn't really an intentional thing at any point. Uh, but I've was seen... The, so did, like, House it. lead it into was, this yeah, or something? Yeah, it was before or after House or something like that, or before or after, like, Prison Break or some shit. I can't wait to talk about Prison... Both, uh, both upcoming episodes, future episodes one day, House and Prison Break. Shit, was 24 a Fox show? Yes, 24 yes. Yeah, a Fox okay, show. Okay, so 24 is almost certainly the reason why I watched Bones. I assume this was never on on the same night as New Girl, but it's kind of cool that Fox just had both Deschanel's. Huh. Yeah, that's cool. I would love if you went as, as leading ladies. Mm-hmm. It's just like here's a live action cartoon, and now here's some bones. I was gonna say a live action cartoon, and then here's New Girl, but yes, yeah. that too. Uh, crossover episode. Another has a lot of potential. Another, uh, you know, stay tuned. Upcoming, we will one day do New Girl. 
Susan Bones realizes that the that Jess, the her neighbor, looks a lot like her, and <laughs> they have adventures. And your mom both have a dad Peaks who's too? a famous cinematographer for some reason, and. Their kids, they're they're Hollywood kids. They've been around. I mean, yeah. wasn't Emily Deschanel also in Twin Peaks? I'm not All seeing right. any of that. Her okay. first acting credit on television was in 2001. Uh, she had been on. She like, I mean, Bones kind of hits for her where she's. I'm looking at her career before. Like she had been in the movie Cold Mountain. She had like some other random little roles. She had been in. On an episode of Law and Order Special <laughs> Victims Unit. She'd been on, like, Crossing Jordan. So, yeah, like, she then gets Bones. And um, her filmography since then. Uh, yeah, it's, you got Temperance Brennan. An appearance in American Dad as Temperance Brennan. <laughs> an, appearance in, uh, an appearance in Sleepy Hollow as Temperance Brennan. An appearance in BoJack Horseman as Temperance uh, Brennan. <laughs> I and, don't remember uh, that. Uh, I also the Simpsons don't. as herself. Uh, huh. So... Just, wow, she really, she really she, had she this one the role, Pompeo. huh? Yeah, pulling the Pompeo. You get the steady role, and you just take that money. I mean, it's a cutthroat biz. You take steady work. I mean, that's the other thing about a lot of the shows that we discuss is just like, yeah, obviously they stopped being good probably six seasons earlier than when they ended. But like, you know, if you're on the crew on those, you're just happy to keep working. And like, also, it's like the thing where like later, like she directs some episodes. Boreanaz directs some episodes. They both get to be producers. You know, they are set forever. They will have, they have more money than I will ever have. Yeah. Shouts out for getting that, that studio, woman, that, 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 that network TV money. Yeah. The woman who plays Angela is truly in like nothing except Bones. Like I was looking and like, she was in three things over the course of the run of Bones. She was in three, she had small roles in like three movies. So what do we think of this opening where Bones... Returns to it. It felt like there was no exposition in this show. <laughs> I could. I kept yeah. checking to see if this was actually the first episode. I was shocked. There, there, yeah. there was a bit. There was a bit, uh, and the exposition was mostly around how like her character was closed off and something happened with her parents. And yeah. as you know, you know she was forced out of her home for one reason or another when she was 15 and has some closed off emotional things because of that. But we yeah. do start off with a, with a minor flash. Yeah. yeah, we get a, we get a, we get a network TV, uh, you know, lacy bra as her friend, um, Angela, uh, Angela, is uh, trying to figure out when her flight got in because the screen is glitched. I don't really understand why she's not just waiting in a car at. I thought the, it was, there was going to be more meaning to why the airport arrival thing was 100%. messed up, and it was just like, nope, uh, just uh, it was fucked up. Uh, so they, they, co- they cover that in season two. It's actually just like a really, really strong foreshadowing. It was all it was all Kovac. He had the yeah yeah. <laughs> I I watched this and I was like, oh, so is that person going to die? Is that how this is going to go? Like, is this the like? Set up well, to the start. No, I can't kill somebody off. at an airport on TV yet because this was too close to 9 11 <laughs> to do that. But no, uh, yeah, she's she gets back and we're just like, okay. And then she gets stopped by Homeland Security. And they open up her bag and she's got a human skull in there, which, like, that's how you carry have, it. Like, yeah. you did, you did miss her, like, also like wrestling the Homeland Security guy to the ground. Yeah, who did not say who guy. he was, right? Oh, right, yeah, yeah because he grabs her and then. In, and then she like, you know, Judah throws him and then, you know, people point guns at her and she's like, you can put the guns down. He's like, I 
am the one in control of this situation. I'm Homeland Security. You, you have to answer to me. Uh, but then it all turns out it was a false flag. It was all set up by what? Sealy Booth to yeah to to, to, to yeah. drop her up to to pick her up so that he could be like, "There's a case that we need you on." Because just I do really, text. Well, it seems like I guess she's ignoring these messages. So my knowledge of Bones was it's about some anth- like it's about like you know like some forensic labs thing and then there's like a, an FBI agent. I didn't realize like she's going into the field as well. But I was like, oh, so the first Which episode's is gonna insane. have them. Yeah, absolutely absurd. I, I they just did that because this is an you know, it's more show. interesting. Yeah, yeah. But uh I I was just like, oh okay. So then we're gonna get them meeting and there's gonna be like the flirtation set up and then it's like, no, nope. they've known each other and they don't like each other, but they do like each other. Yeah. Uh, you get, at the end I, of this, you get a little push. She pushes him like a little flirty push. Episode um, one. Episode yeah. fucking one. How long you think it was before they go? I mean, we all know how long it was before they kissed. That's how the show works. We all know everything that's happened. In the, we're just yeah. talking about the first and last episode. They kiss, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, first time it's Somewhere episode in 84. The it's, in yeah. a, it's like in a broom closet. They both get trapped in there for a while. You know, sweeps week. Uh, episode episode uh, left metatarsal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Episode eighty four of two hundred and six. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, because he's just like we got, we got some bones. I was trying to think of a different word, but there isn't. <laughs> I had bones. She's just got, got bones. bones. She's got bones. We could in say her bag. we could say we could try to say bones as much as we want, and it won't be as much as this show says it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's got bones in her bag, raw dog, for some fucking reason. Right. This and is, this that, is, then from the airport, just like gets in the car. She's still carrying the bones in her bag. Her she just brings the just, bones with her wherever she's going to go. And credit to that I'm, that I'm watching. That's I watch the show with bones. a science person, but nobody ever handles anything with gloves on this show. As they're handling human remains at or part gloves, of a crime scene, they're just like gloves are for cowards. Let me just grab this skull and raw dog that bring skull. a double bag. So here's the point I think where we get to the second explicit Scully and Mulder reference in the shows that we've watched, and this I love is it. I clearly just, it's trying to be the X Files minus elements of the supernatural. Plus um, but an actual relationship between right, Mulder plus and Scully. Plus an instant relationship between the two. Yeah. But here's the thing, and this is my official take on um, uh, Seely Booth. He's not a Mulder. He's not a fucking Mulder. What he is is a young Skinner from the X-Files before ah. he becomes the assistant director. Hmm. I saw your squint there, Ian, and I'm taking that as a reference to the face that Skinner always makes in the wow. X Files. Ian, oh, what a squint! I, Ian's a squint. Uh, my uh, sounds like I, British they, slang for some they not said nice it so shit. Many times. I'm sure it is. Yeah, I, I for me, I was like, this feels like a slur. At a certain point, yeah. it felt hateful. But not it's because it's the people they investigate they're squinting at stuff. Well, it, I got I, it. So yeah. I was actually the reason why I was squinting just now was because I had the earth-shattering revelation to myself that more people probably recognize David Boreanaz as Agent Booth than they do as Angel, which just was a uh, thing that hit me in this moment. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, no, yeah that's probably a bigger thing. Yeah, and I just was like, I mean, he appeared on screen. I was like, ah, it's Angel. That's great. I love that guy. Even though Angel, I mean, you know, Angel's the whole thing. <laughs> um, but I love I love Angel. 
So they reference the X-Files before the title sequence even happens in this show. That's how bad they want to be the air. I mean, it's not the first time we're going to do this. We're going to cover so many shows that exist because the X-Files existed. Yes, uh, definitely. And it's, it's, Do they uh, all do it explicitly? I feel like when probably. we're covering a like car- partner's cop show, we need a separate bingo board. <laughs> well, yeah, for um, both. For, for but then the title the sequence has um, the Crystal Method doing the a music. name I hadn't heard in so long. Yeah. It's just like this acid IDM... Just like were the, the, ca- were the chemical brothers of not available electronic music in existence. It felt so like it's the thing where I saw that and I was like, wait, this is this show's two thousand five. Show's two thousand five because like the graphics, especially wow. the finale graphics uh, on yeah. the ti- uh, on the on the the theme where I was just like, whoa, this is what, from a different so. Era. When did House start? Because House had massive right attack, around this time. Right? I think oh four. November 2004. Travis got this Good job, dude. Uh, Yeah, November 2004. So, yeah, I mean, this is this is a block they are working toward. You know, they're just like, we've got we've got intellectual procedurals. Yeah. And this is no burn notice is a procedural. I guess I was going to say this like the first and supernatural. Okay. Yeah, we've done a few. The, I am going to give this pilot a lot of credit because they get to the case in five minutes. Yep. Yeah, which is not this is the opposite did. of burn notice where it's like, <laughs> we've got to put so much context. It's just like, okay, uh, airport. Bones. Uh, and they're, like, what? And they're just like, bones. Bones. Like, what? You keep saying it, bones. <laughs> bones. Guys, guys bones, we've crowd. got bones. Can you analyze <laughs> the bones, bones? The crazed, uh, the the paranoid conspiracy uh bug guy he's also there and he's just i love to be his. i want to so, go professionally a bug and slime guy as they call him <laughs> the conspiracy I, theorist shit in this show sucks especially coming off off of the show that they are referencing who knew it's they like the x-files knew their shit about conspiracy theories yeah like, they did and then yeah. this like one's like monica Lewinsky was a honeypot from right. the cia or something right. Lewinsky, sorry i have that <clears throat> monica Lewinsky was a kjb trained sex agent mole is a line in this show uh, sucks verbatim said, yeah said by that was jack i think yeah yeah because yeah we get her we get her quirky team uh because we got her Intern who's getting who's halfway to two PhDs, so it should count as one PhD. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got her friend who we met earlier when she flashed the, um, you know, the the guy at the airport. She works with computers and created the computer from Iron Man. I yeah, guess. I literally, yeah, I was like, this is a Tony Stark ass computer. This love is insane. This computer. Also, I. I, I, I I mean, I don't, I, I like uh, my, my opinion about shows has changed so much when I was, from when I was younger, I was like, this isn't realistic where I'm like, yes, give me the perfect recreation, uh, hologram projection computer. Of the entire crime. Uh, it's yeah, just, it's play just the video of the crime. It's insane. It's insane though. Just because like for procedurals, like, no, obviously like CSI isn't real life, but those shows try to present something that could feasibly happen. And this computer is so insane, and it's from the get-go. <laughs> I so, could not believe that this was part of the show. I also pro this it. computer, pro this computer, because I also just love computers like that. Yeah, the give me give me normal people who, for some reason, have access to 
yeah, Tony Stark ass technology. <laughs> like, into like, a computer, computer based on the wounds in these bones. Please show me also exactly this crime. <laughs> can you imagine making this computer and then being like, and I'm gonna still do forensic anthropology for yeah. the FBI yeah, right? and not it's like a, it's not sell this to IBM or whatever. Yeah, not like, oh, I'm the richest person on the planet now. I'm, instead, right. I'm going to work with this guy who, when I handed him a specimen in a bottle, he shook it. That was the first thing he did was <laughs> shake it. Also, the intern that you mentioned, I've been informed uh, by a, a viewer, a person who's seen many episodes of Bones, that he eventually becomes an accomplice to a cannibal serial killer. Is that true, Matt? I believe it. I don't remember it. I'm sorry. What, Travis? Zach, the weird intern guy that she's with, uh, becomes, becomes an accomplice to a cannibalistic serial killer and like goes to prison because they needed to write his character off, I think. But then I think he came back and like worked with them again because they determined that it like wasn't his fault. That's uh, no. So you're very close. Uh, what ended up happening is in the episode right before the finale, an episode that Talos does not exist, he gets exonerated and gets to return uh. to society. <laughs> so I'm a little bummed that doesn't happen in the finale because if yeah. we were like watching and we're like, oh yeah, that weird intern guy, and then we're like, turns sorry, out that he's... guy's not a cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're, well, we all know he was being manipulated by the serial killer's name is the Gormogon. Yeah. G O R M O G O N. Yeah, the Gourmet Gorgon. Yeah, the the, he yeah, he has a lot of snakes for hair and he's really good at cooking. I want to know who plays him because like people who've been on the show include Andrew's dad is Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. Okay. Holy okay, shit. Okay. Hold on. There's one character or if we do this now, I just that's fine, but in the finale, there was a photo, and I went, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, so John Francis Daly is on the show and No, dies. that's not who I was thinking Oh, of. okay, because we do see a photo of him. We see John, John we Francis Daly? Um, uh, he was on Jesus Freaks and Lord. Geeks. Yes. Uh, and oh, he's he's know. a guy who's always looked 13, and he was the, yeah. he was Dr. Sweets on this show. Again, an amazing Incredible name. name. Incredible <laughs> name. Uh, no, so the, um, the, the character I was like, wait, what? was in the finale when she's looking at old photos and it's a photo of her on her wedding day with her father. Did you see who this was, Travis? No, I didn't recognize him. It was Ryan O'Neill. Okay. So it was just like, I, I was like, hold on a sec. And I like paused and I was like, is that goddamn Barry Lyndon? Like here? But also, so was, yeah, Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top plays Andrew's father. Cindy Lauper is on the show at some point. Oh, yeah. And the late, great Heavy D is also someone huh. who appears. Wow. Huh. Californication wishes they could. Yeah. yeah. Or supernatural. Yeah, so they uh, they use the magic computer to reconstruct the woman they found, and they're just like, all right, make her... So her, uh, her bone structure matches up with African-American features. And they're like, okay, now make her white. They're like, okay. And they're like, now mix, mixed race. Okay. Is well, they the say so mixed race, Lenny Kravitz or Vanessa Williams. As I mean, we don't need to tone. repeat their bad jokes. Very cringe. But yeah, so they're just like, ah, isn't this person look familiar? Isn't this the intern that was having an affair with a senator who went missing two years ago? And then Booth is like, yeah, it was my job to find her. And the bug guy is just like, well, congrats, because he's an asshole. <laughs> uh, well, he, he hates, uh, is he the guy who hates... Uh, that uh, that Booth was a sniper. 
Yes. With very he's, good he's probably reason. Spent tw- he's probably spent 12 years being like, snipers are cowards. Fuck you. <laughs> and then he, it's like, never mind. But yeah, they, he does that. Uh, there's also... You should be an this, asshole to military snipers. There's like, also no the... who you the, are. Was the Jeffersonian... You should also be an asshole to people who play snipers in uh, PUBG and in <laughs> Fortnite. And you Anyone be, you see you, playing Silent and, Scope at an arcade, just like you fucking... <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also... They have, this, they have this boss who doesn't seem to like them, who talks like Black Fraser. I could not <laughs> figure out what was up with that boss. <laughs> I could not figure it out. There were parts of this show where I was like, is this a Gilmore Girls procedural? Like, it felt like... I would like... absolutely love that. Kind Holy of, shit. honestly, yeah. I can't it's believe like... the intern that I have notes about where I'm like, this intern's giving off some weird vibes. Kind of creepy. Would later become the prodigy to a the, the to a serial killer. The fuck is this show, Bones? Bones, what is it's... this? My favorite part of the pilot was when they talked about how the... Because, like, you know, Booth goes to report to the, the girl's family that they found her body. And they're just like, oh, you know, there was like a necklace, you know, you know what this is? And it's like, oh, well, she would wear her father's bronze star. And I was like, wow, way to steal valor. Walking around wearing a bronze star like you it's should, a normal you your necklace. dad to get free coffee if it's or your, whatever. If it's yeah. your dad, then, you know, it's the same thing. Do you know how disorienting it would be if you were, if I was just walking and I saw someone wearing clearly a military medal as a necklace? Yeah. <laughs> I would be like, what uh, is tw- going a, a on? A 21-year-old, too, yeah. is just like, God. Mm, okay, I don't think so. Uh, should we also, I feel like the next part is like when, when Bones' ex-Bone comes to Bone at the at Bones' apartment. <laughs> what, that was uh, fucking nothing. That was such a weird scene. <laughs> Travis didn't want to talk about it. Travis just wanted to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had no notes on that scene, but that happened. <laughs> she, hits him, she, hits him, she hits him in the TV with a baseball bat. <laughs> she does. She fucking whines. She swings away and goons his ass. Joaquin uh, Phoenix up in this bitch. Oh, apparently the song played in the senator's house is Teardrop by Massive Attack. That's weird. The house, house theme song oh, yeah. what? playing in the background of this episode. <laughs> what? I didn't notice that at all. Fox just, just licensed that, that one song, song and they're or whatever. Like, I guess we can use this for whatever. People like this. If we put it in, they're gonna like it. It's a subliminal message. Look, man. Even uh, I love th- mezzanine. I want to. I, I want to. It's, it's so good. That's a great album. I do want to talk about this scene a bit more because it's this scene basically exists just for like Bones exposition. Sorry for for Temperance exposition, and uh, he's just well, like, temperance "Hey, is Bones, don't call her Bones. Huh? We can call her Bones." She says not to call her Bones, except but later whenever he calls her Bones. My wife Bones. <laughs> <laughs> Having a nickname for your wife like this is incredible. And and she's he's uh, like he's like dream. he's like we were we were you know we we might have fought a lot but the sex was so good and she's like yeah I don't really care and he was like you're only closed off because you were orphaned it, which is like not a thing that you it's, should say if you're trying to the, bone like it's so it's so good to explain to us why she's like this yeah yeah <laughs> it's weird that she got orphaned and immediately developed Aspergers I guess but sure. <laughs> Because that seems to be how the show <laughs> operates. But I don't yeah. know psychology. It's a soft science. But apparently also she wasn't orphaned. I, I was like, oh, her parents dead. And then it was. They disappeared. No, yeah. They disappeared. They yeah. just they, disappeared. Her par- it's, yeah, her parents were secret agents or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was like Spy Kids. Or just or, like or, Susan or, Bones. Or I would say uh, not because of any other thing I'm watching. Her parents were in the mob. Uh, 
I'd like to introduce a new feature of this podcast. All right. Uh, and I'm calling it the As You Know All-Stars. And the first jersey I'm pulling up into the sky, up into the rafters, is Sam Trammell. Previously featured, True Blood. Yeah. Previously featured in our True Blood episode, appearing as the killer in this episode. Yeah. And I just was like, wow, look at that. The first person we've had that's, uh, that's reappeared. Uh, across shows we've done, I think. And also, it's it's especially noticeable where it's just like, oh, we didn't pick, you know, like... He's just Jordan. some fucking guy, too. Yeah, he's, he's not even, like, yeah. famous. He's the first... Yeah, it's just it's just that he's the first one we're like, yeah, you were in... Uh, you just organically appeared in two of these things. It's not like these were ever your shows. Shouts out to him playing uh, Sleazeball. Yeah. <laughs> Sam. Great dude. Yeah. Great dude. Great. Uh, yeah, uh, listen, he's good in a pinch because... Uh, when you're when you know when you're a senator and you get a woman pregnant and you need that taken care of, he'll hit her over the head with a sledgehammer. Cause it's a tough city. It is a tough that's, city. That's the beltway for you. And then he will burn down his beloved fish. Weebay would never. Yeah, fish? all I could think of is Weebay's tropical fish. Uh, you're uh, shipping all the way to the end of the episode, though. Do that. Yeah, I. You know, it's I mean, Misty They're gonna solve. I it. mean. We're skipping over probably the most, like, because we were talking about why Bones is the way that Bones is. The, I, I, I think the most important scene in this is when Angela is comforting Bones, and Bones is like, the most meaningful relationships I've had are with, with Bones. And her friend <laughs> says, and they have the line, because, again, she's saying, I hate psychology, it's a soft science, and Angela tries to comfort her, she goes, she, and you could tell she's like, I think this is a really clever thing to say right now. She goes, people are mostly soft. And then Bones goes, except for their bones. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> There's also an exchange in this in this conversation. This was quite a conversation where she says, you you come off too distant because you connect too much. Uh, and then know. I just try so hard. And then I might get so far. But in the end. <laughs> <laughs> and then Susan Bones says, after you she's like, stop at the Susan Bones part. <laughs> you know what you need. <laughs> All right. Angela says, you know what you need. And and uh, and Temperance says, glug, glug, woohoo. <laughs> Listen, it's been a fuck crustable of a day. Sometimes you need <laughs> yeah. glug, glug, woohoo. Cromulent. Bonesy, needy, drinky. Yeah. Going back to the supercomputer, they then start having the supercomputer show us the crime happening, which is literally less realistic than like how Will Graham figures stuff out on Hannibal. Like it made me think of Minority insane. Report. <laughs> yeah, it is like Minority Report, or like fucking Arkham Knight or whatever, where you just were like I looked at a, you know analyzed extra deep layers and CCTV. I know everything that's happening. So yeah, no, I we can I, see I, exactly how he information we can see the knife and in. the phalanges. My favorite part of the render, though, is that it looks like it's the start of like an FMV game. <laughs> it like it would make it would literally make more sense to me if they like put the bones in like a slot and it was like we read the genetic memories of these. Yeah, like, so uh, Assassin's it, Creed. Yeah, basically, <laughs> like <laughs> it's insane that this is a thing in this show. The genetic I was so I was so into it. I was yeah, like, no, yes, I love this more of computer. this supercomputer. <laughs> I love I love a, I love. I love stupid technology that's just like, this would be so much more useful in so many other things. They saw they saw your zoom and enhance and raised you this. <laughs> just play a video of the crime. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, they go uh, yeah, they go to arrest the the senator because they've determined it's him, not this person who stalked her. 
Because he was I mean, the fall guy. I mean, this is this is after she confronts the senator and and like tackles him to the ground and steals gum from the trash can. Well, yeah, she picks up like, again with her bare hands and is like, "I can use this for it's like, Yeah, this is now a scientific. I know she's specimen. bluffing, but like, God. So she confronts so, the senator. She goes to his house. Got, they're like, "We found a sledgehammer in your basement," and the warrant where they they keep saying diatometric earth. Right, which is or diametric? Is it like Earth with diatoms in it? It it doesn't matter what type of random Earth they're saying. They pick. They pick the what? Do you are you saying it does matter for this podcast? No, it doesn't matter. No, (laughs) I was just that was my that was my like. uh, Oh, I I thought you were like this is important. This is important. We need to. No, I was doing the opposite of that. I think was the word. Apparently, massive attacks playing quietly in the background, which I like to imagine (laughs) the police like. Knock on the door, right as you yes. know, we're getting to that part of mezzanine, and he's just like, "Well, I can't, I can't turn it off, honey." <laughs> Massive attacks playing really loudly. He's about, he's either fucking or about to murder somebody. Yeah, <laughs> two. Those are the only two vibes. Yeah. So they find the sledgehammer, but that's not enough. Okay, he's gonna get off. They realize. They say to Bones. This had to be perfect. You had to nail it on your first try. I know this is probably your first time in the field and you have no business being here working with the FBI in the first place in the capacity that we have you working in. And we completely put you on the spot. But the fact that you didn't nail it perfectly is very disappointing to me. Also, you were heading up this entire investigation. (laughs) There aren't other people involved at all. No, this was you. Your your OPSEC is blown. (laughs) We forgot about the stalker they also confronted of I the girl who mentioned died. him briefly. Did we? Yeah. yeah. Classic fall guy. Well, it has their the, it has their most like buddy uh not cop, but whatever you'd call them moment where they do the, the two sided uh entrance to his house where she knocks and is like has a warrant and runs away and, and David or Seely Booth is already in there and like breaks his wrist. Uh I don't think he takes and that's it that where far, he dro- and that's but. where he drops the important clue that yeah, yeah he mentioned something. Fish. Yeah, he mentioned that this uh, Sam Steven say it. Fish. <laughs> yep, that's she remembers Fish. that, and it's just like, oh my Wait god, I know, I know who. Wait killed her. Wait a minute. I know who. I know who killed me. Starring Lindsay Lohan. No. Um, <laughs> all you had to do, all you had to do, was say one one unlocking word, because that's how it works in procedurals sometimes. I mean, how many times was like house watching a child play in a playground and then was like, I know what it is. He's brilliant. Bones is brilliant. <laughs> These are brilliant characters. Uh, yeah. And so she uh, rushes off and finds him standing in what is what would be one of the most ominous, one of the most <laughs> hateful energy rooms that I can imagine. Because it's like this, I like it's this opulent house that he has, at least from my, you know, broke millennial view. And she there's like a whole fucking foyer filled with tropical fish and he's fish? pouring you don't please this, every time this felt like the like the final set in old boy to me i don't know if there are actually <laughs> fish oh, in that, yeah. but it really felt yeah. like that i mean i would love to watch somebody get thrown into these fish tanks yeah, I, I wouldn't want the fish to die, but but you'd have oh, a dramatic, yeah, should, you'd have dramatic have more, fish flopping on the ground. Right? Yeah, there's, yeah, there should have been a there should have been a bigger fight scene where more fish tanks were cracked open. Yeah, yeah, I want to see. Yeah, I want to see Jackie Chan here. Okay, here's how I'm fixing the pilot. Normally, I like <laughs> to at this point, I would like to say, let's put Mr. Bean in. You know, instead of instead of Booth, 
and and bones. It's it's Bean and Bones, and so it's it's Mr. Bean. Bean, Bean and Chan. Uh, but yeah, the so show Jackie, was called Beans. Anyway. So Jackie Chan uh, fighting his way, fighting the person in this, and it's like, you know, like a fish tank gets destroyed, and then it's like Jackie Chan picking up the fish and then putting them in other fish tanks that are then getting destroyed while he keeps having to carry all of these extra fish into other tanks while fighting these guys. Jackie Chan using a fish as a weapon uh, and then safely passing the fish elsewhere. Jackie Chan stabbing this man with a marlin. (laughs) Hug on the wall, like the classic swordfish. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably happened in a movie somewhere. There, hold on a sec. Okay. But, uh, is there is there an actor that is like just more amplifies anything than the idea of adding Jackie Chan to everything? <laughs> Jackie Chan. Chan would greatly improve literally every show that we've watched on this. I don't know if Jackie Chan would have improved Californication. I would have maybe felt yes, bad would have. about it. Because we would have at least had a moment where we're like, ah, it's Jackie Chan. And like, <laughs> yeah, if, if they had had the Jackie Chan playing himself as like a guy yes. in Hollywood in Californication, I would have been amped. Well, also because I feel like the way it would have worked is then you would have gotten, based on the Californication, uh, uh, you know, the way that show presented Hank Moody, I think we would have gotten Hank trying to go talk to Jackie Chan somewhere and then Jackie Chan just like hitting him. <laughs> like not wanting to deal with his shit you know like he would have said something offensive and jackie chan would have punched him and yeah it would have just been like jackie chan like hank sitting there just like oh my god i can't believe i just got punched by jackie chan uh this it's has been the fun. most reference heavy of our episodes yeah i mean there's Drawing just not, there's of, not that much this is a procedural no. show that like doesn't have a strong wikipedia page and there's a reason for that it's yeah, just it was, like it, was, it, feel, it, it felt content so, light this is yeah it's just so digestible it's just yeah. so like okay i this the, is fine the yeah, the, the arresting uh when they arrest sam uh when uh sam trammell uh, i did have my favorite lines one because yeah he's pouring gasoline all over everything and he's just like she's like stop you can't destroy evidence she shouts at someone she realized has committed murder like that's <laughs> going to be what stops him <laughs> And shouts it from outside, probably to yeah. him. It's just like, <laughs> it's no, just, she's like he's like, what? Smashed a window. You can't Into. destroy evidence. As he's yeah pouring Breaks gasoline on his beloved fish. They very, I mean, I don't understand how you could do that. Like, Wait, yeah. really? Again, I am thinking of Weebay being Wait, devastated fish? by this. Uh, I also, yeah, I like then that uh, the stalker guy follows in after they've shot. Yeah, I, 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 I shot the suit the thigh. I fully expected, like, there's going to be a big fire. Like, that was, you know, yeah. Booth's going to show up. He and had pull an her open flame fire. over gasoline, and she shot him, and he fell down. Because <laughs> yeah, it was a match. What, yeah, what the and fuck? In the act of falling, the match goes out, or whatever, the lighter that he was using. I guess that, yeah, that's like honestly probably more realistic than most shows would do it. So I commend yeah, them for that. Like, but also, I, I, remember, I remember one time we covered a. T- I was at I was at the cabin and we covered a ton of wood in gas, and then my friend was trying to trying to light the gas on fire with a lit cigarette just so because it would look cool. It, it's not you can't do it. You yeah, can't. Mythbusters. <laughs> that was exactly what I was going to say. Mythbusters showed like cigarettes do not burn hot enough to ignite you, gasoline. No, you can't do it. It's not possible. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, so they go to the funeral uh, for the victim. Uh, we learn that Booth's book... I'm uh, sorry, we lear- Booth tells Bones that her book is now number three on the New York Times bestseller and that she's going to be, like, 
rich and should have an accountant, which like. Sorry, I just saw, imagined a headline flying to the screen and it says, Booth, Bones book, bestseller. Sorry. Anyway. Bones and Booth, bring down baddie, book now, book bestseller. Like you need, yeah, to, sure. you need to fucking add more and more, you know. Bones. Bones bags baddie. Bones bags baddie. This dude is trying to smash in episode one. He wants to fuck Bones so bad. They have one conversation that's Booth framed so bones. sexually, but that's completely just talking about their crime-solving techniques oh, or whatever. I forgot earlier. Well, yeah, we do, we learn that she also writes novels, yeah. and she just takes her life and moves it into books. Yeah, and so everyone that she works with is a part of it, and they don't really. A lot of them don't like the way that they are depicted. Yeah, but they all agree that they got Booth right because there's an underlying sexuality, like a, a simmering sexuality underneath that button-up shirt. Imagine writing your novels about your workplace and everyone you work with knows that they're a character in it. And is cool with it. I don't understand why that would be a problem. New York media has been doing this for like <laughs> yeah. 70 fucking years. Yeah. And they're all only ever writing about their affairs. It's exhausting. I'm trying to imagine like an HR case being presented that's like, yeah, this person put me in their novel that's very clearly about what we do and made me like a like sex object. So, so can we talk about the funeral or you had your I was just going to I mean the funeral the the thing that is really important from the funeral for me is that Booth reveals that his motivation is because he killed a lot of people as a sniper. So if he puts away a lot of serial killers that's even in the books. I what? guess. Nope, bitch. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't know. No. What does it that mean? It doesn't feel like the right way to earn a life. I'm a serial killer, who, who so I'm going to put serial killers in, in jail. Yeah, it's And that makes Dexter. it fine that I'm a serial killer? No, it, it, but it, it his karmic balance sheet. Uh, I do love that. He's knows? trying to get into in the, the good place or something. I don't yeah, know. He's yeah, I do love that in back. the finale, at some point, uh, somebody shouts at him about like being a murderer cloaked in patriotism or whatever, and I was like, she's raising yeah. some points. It means yeah, better than not helping that. to catch murderers, I guess. Question mark. Anyway, the most important part of the funeral to me is the very obviously green screened in DC uh, in the background because the show is filmed in LA, uh, but is set in that's, Washington. See, that's an homage looks- to the X Files, actually. <laughs> 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 How do we feel about the pilot? Yeah, it was it's, okay. I wouldn't watch it now, but I saw it or when it was on, so I guess it worked the, on me. I, I want to give this pilot pr- a lot of credit for getting right to the fucking meat of it. Just yeah. like, yeah. Guys. We don't need an extra half hour. Yeah, because that, that's the thing that we've encountered a bunch is yeah. how long the setup is. And this is just like, listen, listen. You want to watch two people look at bones? I mean, she assembles the skull like it's a puzzle at one point. Yeah, that was a weird. That was a weird way to kill time. Like I was like, I was like, man, this is the pilot, and they still spent a whole minute of her assol- assembling a skull to that one Howie Day song or whatever. Oh yeah, collide. Yep. I felt like so. I felt like uh, this. Th- in a weird way, this reminded me of Marvel, not because it, the vibe was the same. But because, like, if you watch a Marvel movie now, you're like, wow, like some conglomeration of humans working as a connectivism machine learning model has discovered what makes a 
superhero movie work and you watch it and you're like yes that was another one and it was pretty good because they know how that works but this was that with procedurals it's like we've seen so many procedurals we know what procedurals are we know how to make a procedural watch uh, watchable and we are going to do it and it is the fact that this aired at the same time as house which i think is really not that I don't know. I, th- I think that's interesting. I feel like there's, I, I almost feel like we should watch those soon after each other. I might change my pick because yeah. like on the same network around the same time, they had a show that wasn't written by a neural network that a bunch of procedurals <laughs> had been fed into. But this one definitely, you're right, felt like it was generated more than it was written. Yeah. The show is a light beer to me. Yeah. You know, loving the, lo- Loving the the easy going, just went down and was like, didn't really do much, but damn if it wasn't cold for for 15 minutes. I didn't struggle to pay attention, which is more than I can say for some other shows. Certainly, I felt for Burn Notice. This is much more watchable. My take overall, though, is like, I probably wouldn't watch this, but I also just like generally have an opposition to procedurals. Like, you Um, know, some, some part of me thinks like doing this podcast will like maybe change some of that but i really got into watching tv in the like heavily serialized prestige shit right. peak way TV. peak tv yeah. era and like that's still kind of how i feel like i like i think procedurals were better served like for um the pre-streaming era as just like yeah a thing like you might you know when it's on and you might watch it that week, but if you miss one, it's that's fine. okay. Also, you could but watch it without I could having never, seen any of them. Yeah, but yeah. like I could never sit and like watch a bunch of these in a row. And I also don't do like passive background TV that a lot of people do. That right. is like the key to the success of like Law and Order. Right. Uh, I, I will say on the watching a bunch of these in a row, uh, the finale. This finale was the least I've struggled with figuring out what was going on in a show because yeah. they pretty clearly are just like, hey, here's what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but and even though it had a bunch of new characters and stuff. Just on the note of procedurals in a time, like earlier in my life, I, I think it, I think it fit better for like what I was too, and maybe mm-hmm. what our generation was, because there was t- there were times, especially when I was in high school, where like I really just wished it was tomorrow for whatever reason. Like I wasn't, I I didn't really like grabbed a hold of my life and did a lot of like wanting it to be later and CSI mm. on Spike TV was a great way to make it be later <laughs> yeah. like yeah it's a time it's machine like, oh, it'll be later <laughs> soon because I'm watching CSI marathon you, uh, on Spike TV Steven, uh, t- uh, teenage Steven's uh, weight feature in the open world game would just be sitting down and watching four episodes of Spike <laughs> yeah. TV and he's like yeah. uh, four episodes of you CSI pr- and press- now it's time Oh, that's such a good bit. You press start and you're like, wait, eight hours. And you and then you just see me yes. sit down on the couch and turn on CSI. And then I Seriously, get up and do the, such a good do the night do mission. The yeah. So the, um, this was and is, I recommend you watch it if you need something else to put your brain on while you practice guitar scales for multiple <laughs> hours at a time. If you right. want to get really good at guitar, you have to be willing to put in several hours a day just playing really boring shit. And if you want to play really boring shit, just put your brain elsewhere. Park it in Bonestown. <laughs> get lo- get lost in the bone zone while you practice your guitar scales. On, though, the subject of procedurals, uh, I was thinking about Bones and how the setup for Bones is, you know, like, an interesting procedural. They're just like, well, of course there's a cop, but 
there's also, you know, forensic anthropology. It's only ever dealing with, you know, like remains. So I, uh, I did a little research. And um, as I want to do in my life, instead of presenting this research to you guys in an easily digestible format, I've created a little procedural quiz. Quiz! Okay, yeah. Now, it's not multiple choice, uh, but I'm going to read the descriptions. I've got five uh, brief descriptions of procedurals. Uh, if you know it, shout it out. Make a guess. We'll see how this goes. But I was just thinking about, you know, bizarre procedurals. Are these classics or weirdos? Oh, these are by and large weirdos. Okay, great. This show follows former psychic Patrick Jane, played by Simon Baker, who's a consultant to the California Bureau of Investigations. As he uses his highly developed observational skills he previously employed to is this monk? read people's minds. Is this the mentalist? Oh, no. It is the mentalist. Good one. Congrats, Travis. Got that one. In this show, a priest, played by Mike Coulter, a contractor, played by Asif Monvi. This is evil. And can you let me fucking finish it? <laughs> you said shout out. I know that you know that's it. the Mike Coulter show that's on I Netflix. Know. Yeah. But, Travis is going to get five of these and Matt and I are going to get zero. <laughs> I'm the two like, to get one. And I have watched zero minutes of any of them. If Travis gets five of these, I will Venmo him 20 bucks. Travis is not going to get five of these. <laughs> But yes, and a, psychi- a psychiatrist uh, I witnessed who, to this. who assessed possible miracles or demonic possessions for the Catholic Church. And so I just wanted to read what I It's good to, it's good to know that that's what evil's about. Yeah. I just knew that that's the show Mike Coulter's on after Luke Cage. Ended. Fuck. Dr. Henry Morgan, played by Yoan Griffith, is an immortal New York City oh. medical examiner who uses his extensive immortal? knowledge. Immortal? Yes, immortal. <laughs> who uses his extensive knowledge. To assist the New York City Police Department in solving crimes and to discover a way to end his immortality. Oh, I actually know this one. Uh, it's, called, was... it's called Forever. Boom! Steven got it. Damn. <laughs> it is called Forever. Good that guy was Reed yeah. Richards in the first Fantastic Four, right? And yeah. the second one. Yeah. And he was Horatio Hornblower. Put some I respect remember... on his name. I remember seeing an ad for this, I don't know, during fucking whatever, Monday Night Football or something, and being like, I'm sorry, what now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's immortal. You, might, you were much like Travis, you were like, immortal? <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Detective Inspector John River is suffering from guilt after the killing of his partner, who appears as a ghost during his investigations. Also, I forgot to mention, John River is played by Stellan Skarsgård. I have no fucking idea. I don't know. Sorry. No guesses? Show's called River, because that's uh, another thing oh, they love to do. They sure. just love to make the, the Whose last name. name is Singular River? <laughs> that guy's name is. And finally, the final one of the night, two women, Pam Ferris and Felicity Kendall, are brought together by a sudden death and discover their shared love of the soil. Being gardeners uh, means that they overhear secrets and dig up clues, which lead them to handle floral problems, solve crimes, and capture criminals. Don't know what this is. I'm going to say it's the called Green life. Thumbs. Okay, we got Simple Thumbs and... I'm no, sorry, no, The green, Simple Life with Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. Oh, come on. It's called Rosemary and Time. It was a British show. Uh, <laughs> I, just love, I just love that that was just like, yeah, they're just like gardeners, but they also investigate mysteries. Fuck, it's a cozy that sounds mystery. amazing. I know. I can, like, also, I think... Let me see. Let's see I how many episodes. Well, it's a British, so even though it's a procedural, there's only six episodes a season or something, probably. Uh, there were three seasons of Rosemary and Time. There are 22 episodes. Perfect. That's the amount uh, of procedural I can take. Even ones like the X Files. I like, think I I'm going to watch Rosemary and Time. It is, it is a classic cozy mystery, which is the best type of mysteries. Yeah, yeah let's so get some of those on the list. 
Three out of five for the group. Not bad, not bad. I didn't expect Travis to be able to immediately name evil, <laughs> but you live and learn. You live and learn. That was a brief little interlude, and y'all get to just go right into the finale, or do you need yeah. to like, hold on, is this really what the finale is called? It was called like the end of the, is the, the end. end in the end. Bones. It's called um, zygomatic bone, which is your cheekbone right bone. here. It doesn't feel like the last bone to me. What feels like the last bone? Probably the ulna. I would say, actually, I already made the metatarsal joke, but I'd say your metatarsals are kind of your last bones. They're your toe bones. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Yeah, so we're going to go, we're going to sail into this finale blind. It'll be pretty easy because... Because the show's already over. By the time this aired, the show was over for so long. I added two new things to our finale bingo board, and I feel like we might as well start with this. Okay. Uh, actually, I, I added three, but one was from uh, last week, um, where I, I realized we should have on the bingo board supporting character sacrifices themselves. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, also from last week, explosions. Well, um, I think bomb should be on there. Uh, <laughs> That's I, just I TV, think, though, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to put just bomb, but uh, I think a thing that you guys are getting at... Destruction of main base set, yeah. whatever. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. You know, especially if it's like, well, it's like it's a character in and of itself. Because yeah. that's they're clearly yeah. saying this, goodbye to the lab. At this point. Yeah, because they love. Like, sorry, they love to do that, and then um, character gives up their powers in quotation marks. Yeah, though this one only threatened to do it, but I was I was realizing like, oh, that's another big thing that will happen in finales, especially where there's like it doesn't even have to be you know actual superpowers but whatever it is that in some way makes them special as with bones's ability to know about bones i just feel like in a lot of like so obviously in so like in a show like 24 right there's constantly bombs right and every season every episode bombs yeah but like sometimes there are shows that don't have anything to do with bombs normally like they don't really touch on bombs and then all of of a sudden in the finale they're like what do we do uh maybe a bomb like that's dramatic Uh, show's called bones not bombs (laughs) make bone not bombs wait what Uh, this doesn't even have to do with the um, plot of the finale of bones do you know what my favorite part of the finale of bones was Uh, is it I'm wording it like this because the other way that I could say this is a a question where the answer is clearly no because I'm the only crazy person here but did anyone else notice who was listed as the director of photography of the finale no No. dog (laughs) Robert Reed Altman? Is that Robert Altman's son? Yeah. Well, I was like, <laughs> wow. Do you, uh, the, do you, the Those guild rules mean that this guy's got to go by his full name. Google, oh, he's Robert Altman's son. Oh, oh, this is Robert Altman's. Oh, he does this. He's just a director of photography for a lot of TV shows. Hmm. And shout out to him for being, for making a living in this industry where his father was a titan. Uh, okay, so their lab... So the lab gets blown up by a terrorist who I think was like a the son of like a Bosnian guy that Sealy killed in the nineties during this I, war. Is that what happened? Yes, uh, yes. David Boreanaz, pretty, pretty, uh, kind of an overreaction, okay. I'll admit. <laughs> you can just come after the fucking sniper piece of shit, man. Well, no, you gotta hurt him. You you want to hurt him like he's hurt you all these years. Yeah. No one ever just. There's no measured revenge in Hollywood, That's true. Matt, because all revenge needs to all Hollywood things about revenge need to remind us that folks, 
revenge isn't worth it at the end of the day. No. The most recent season of the Adventure Zone was meh, but they at the end of it, um, one of the characters gets revenge on this character that killed their mother and just they they all go out of their way to talk about how it was extremely satisfying and there's no regrets <laughs> and he and 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 he is he's extremely glad he did it and the rest of his Hell life yeah. is better because of it <laughs> that's good that's <laughs> and good i was like shit. this yeah. is this is awesome yeah I love uh, that. can we immediately pivot briefly into david boreana's personal life because i'm at the wikipedia page for his personal life yeah all right Not sure page but the section of it uh because i was curious how old david Borean because it says like 1995 I was like, how old is David Boreanaz? Uh, but he was born in 69, so yes, 95, he would have been old enough to be a sniper in the military. It makes sense. Um, so he wed his uh, wife, a Playboy model, Jamie Bergman, in November 2001. Uh, and they have a son and a daughter. Um, the daughter's name was Bardo Vita, but it was later changed to Bella. And I love that addendum. They were like, they realized and this was kind of stupid. Vita. But... <laughs> but this is just the reason I want to bring it up. In 2010, he admitted to having an extramarital affair, affair with uh, Rachel Eichtel, the same woman Tiger Woods was alleged to have cheated on his wife with. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, first of all, Tiger Woods cheated on his wife with a lot of women. I know, but I know. that was the big one, I think. The one that brought the, uh, him down, the, though. That's fucking yeah. but wild. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just imagining the, like... Ships in the night that David Boreanaz and Tiger Woods must have done over the years. <laughs> like, Maybe they met. Also, do you guys know about Rachel Uchtel? No. Matt, you're gonna I, I watched that Tiger documentary that HBO she did. She was but... uh, she's an American nightclub manager, hostess, and TV correspondent. Yeah. She first encountered publicity when uh, following the September 11th attacks, a photo of her holding a picture of her fiance who worked at the World Trade Centers. Uh, was published by the New York Post and circulated worldwide. And then Tiger Woods was like, I gotta fuck this lady. Gotta gotta piss on this lady. Angel and Tiger Woods saw that and were just like, hold the fuck up. Right, they looked at it the the way that you see Facebook's relationship status changed to single. (laughs) Saw that. Yeah, yeah, Tiger Tiger was like, so you're telling me there's an opening. Oh, right, Bones. Right, so, the Bos- so the Bosnian terrorists blew up their lab, and now Seelis uh, just running around going, Uktel. Bones? Bones? Well, they were in Uktel. They were in the lab. Uh, it was it was Bones and, and, and Booth and... Angela. Yes. And, and the, the bug and slime guy who's now in a wheelchair from... And is married to over. Angela, and yeah. they have a kid on the way, which... Yeah. I'm going to be have honest... Another kid. Angela, I know that I only just met you via two episodes, but like I think you could do a little bit better than the cons- the, the crazed, you know, conspiracist guy who's like, what if Monica Lewinsky was a KGB plant? Yeah, like, there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with being a conspiracy theorist, but there is something wrong with being that kind of conspiracy theorist where you just say whatever. Find yourself a good conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Find yourself somebody who believes things like Stevie Wonder can see. Hollow Earth. Mm. I mean, I also, I listen, I saw Godzilla versus Kong. I believe in the Hollow Earth now. It presented, it, it was not. an open and shut case, yeah. I, yeah, it was, it was some very compelling inf- evidence when they were just like, yeah, we're going to get like slung around because the gravity in here is wild. I was like, hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Of course. They blew up the lab and they can't find bones, so 
Booth is just going around going, Bones? Bones! Bones! My wife is in love, Bones! Very yeah, reminiscent, very reminiscent of the moment where she might from, be dead. That, that, was my, that was my reaction. I was like, maybe this is the moment you call her temperance. Like, maybe this is it. Yeah. Could you imagine hey. if he just was instead shouting my wife the whole time while <laughs> digging around? My wife, Honey, my wife. Sweetie, baby. Babe, 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 as he's just ripping things apart. So you find Bones, and she's conscious. He's able to wake her up and bring her back to the crew who are all doing okay. They recast and Bones they have, for some reason. Right. Okay. <laughs> Guys, we, we did it. We can't keep doing it. It feels shitty as hell every time. Come on. If, uh, if fucking Booth looked completely different... I think that's the jarring thing, is that really what it is is that this is a show where over 12 seasons, everyone else kind of aged and changed. Yeah. And Immortal Angel is still standing there looking... <laughs> yeah. Like, he looks like late season, because it's funny that Angel, like, I, I mean, I again, I, I have a long-standing uh, relationship with the, the actor David Boreanaz because of his role as Angel. And in, in the early seasons, he's like a very slender man. And then later he, like, beefs up. So it's like, okay, it's funny that he changes while he's the immortal character. But since that show has ended, he has kind of looked exactly the same. Yeah. Like, he's right. looked like late season angel. He's got gray angel hair now. Like, right. that's yeah. the difference. Uh, I'm, in, I'm in not trying to give late. anybody shit for aging. That is not yeah. the, the, the thing that I'm joking about is the fact yes. that we watched 12 years apart. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. No. I, I as long as you're making this part explicit, I'm more okay with it. But yeah. We needed. I needed some of that in there, so we it, felt less yeah. shitty when we. But say he things. brings it back to the crew, and she like has this piece of paper that has a list, and it's like, uh, you know, tibula, shoulders, it has a list of bones Classic on it, and then An- and she's like, but what does it mean? And Angela's like, those are bones. <laughs> like she, like, <laughs> like she was worried that the problem was she forgot what bones are. <laughs> leading, leading over to my date when she lists a bunch of bones. Hey, those are bones. <laughs> leading over to my date when Bones says a bunch of bones. Hey, that's bones saying bones. <laughs> and then we will learn that she's got um, severe brain damage. Because she can't remember how to do any of her things that she used to be able to so, do. Yep. Steven, tell us about this brain damage. <laughs> so. <laughs> Steven, with the energy of that TikTok where the guy is like, here's the situation. <laughs> this so, song is not about West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this song is about the western part of Virginia. <laughs> it's very important that everyone yeah. understands this. So, Stephen, what's the situation? So, the reason I pasted that image of a clock into the... Um, Tell us about the clock for those at home who don't have access to our DM. What I, what I posted, uh, yeah, if you're, if you're unlucky enough to not be in this podcast DM, <laughs> uh, I posted in the chat after uh, watching these episodes a picture of a poorly drawn circle filled in with... Uh, twelve half a one, clock. yeah, more or less half a clock. Um, I, I mean, there's 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 hands, and it goes twelve one two three four five six seven, but seven is where six should be. Uh, if you if you if you uh, type in corpus callosum half clock drawing, you'll get there. Uh, this this clock will be one of the first images. But 
um, basically what they say, so her memory is fine. She remembers everything. They go really far to talk about the fact that her memory is fine. And also there's sort of this interesting play of like, are you your memory or are you your skills as a, as a very strong theme of this, which mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty interesting for, for the finale of a, of a show like this. Um, yeah. the corpus callosum is the, basically the fibers that go between your left brain and your right brain. I really don't buy the idea of severing those fibers from a bomb explosion, but and everything uh, else being fine. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I buy it. The reason why we have so much evidence of what happens when those fibers are severed and everything else is fine is because back in the day, uh, a very successful way to treat epilepsy would be to sever the corpus callosum. Um, this was in the fifties and sixties, and people's corpus callosums would be severed and they would stop having seizures. Now this had very severe other effects, uh, but we didn't understand that, uh, what those would be, but we effectively learned what the communication between your left and right brain does. Uh, your left and right brain are responsible for different things to a certain degree, and they uh, need to be able to communicate to each other for you to say, look at a picture of something and then say out loud what that picture is. Another image I could post is uh, there's a man. There's a, fi- there's a very famous psychologist, uh, Michael. Gosh, I don't want to pronounce his last name because if I pronounce it wrong, it it's like Gazaniga. Gazanica, something like that. Um, he's still alive. Uh, he he did a lot of the split brain research and discovered that uh, basically you can write with one side of your brain and speak with another side of your brain and interpret things uh, one way or another without being able to express that. There's a, a really good a good good way to express this. Uh, a, a, a simple experiment that he did is um, he uh, wrote the word face such that the person could only see it with their um, right eye, which corresponds to your left part of your brain because our brains are because our eyes uh, project to the opposite sides of our brains for some reason. Um, and said, "What word are you? Do you see there?" And they said, "Face." And then he put it on so that their left eye could only see it, which goes to the right brain and says, what word do you see? And they said, nothing. I don't see any word. But if he said, I, would, I want you to draw a representation of what you see, um, they could draw, as long as the entire drawing was on the, their left side, uh, they could draw a face. Uh, but they, but they'd say that they didn't see anything because the because uh, of your ability to produce language and your ability to produce a figure are completely separate things, basically. So this Dude, clock, the brain is fucked uh, up. It's so Dude, weird. It's, it's fucked it's messed so, up. By the way, Stephen. Yeah. Gazaniga. Gazaniga. Uh, sure. So uh, this picture is somebody uh, and one of the split brain patients was asked to draw a clock. And they were able to make a circle, I guess probably because they'd made circles so many times. But because they're, they were only really processing information from the right side of their brain as far as what a clock was, they made the clock only on one side of the clock and said that's a complete clock because the their brain wasn't really processing the other side of what they were drawing. So they, they literally drew that and said that looks like what a clock looks like to me. Um, 
And I just thought that this was an interesting thing to talk about because of the fact that they said that she severed her corpus callosum, which, in fact, would likely not have any effect on her uh, episodic memory, which they hit on a lot in this episode. As for her ability to solve complex problems, it's more complicated than they're making it seem. Uh, Also, would it come back? So two thumbs down. Yeah, so... Can your corpus callosum regrow? It depends on what the injury is. If the fibers were severed, no, but if there was just, like, an aneurysm that cleared... Well, if there was an aneurysm that... If there was a problem with blood flow that cleared... That would be be the situation in which it could heal. If the neurofibers were were literally severed, no, absolutely not. Um, But they do mention that there is no internal bleeding, which makes me think that the answer is no, it would not come back. Although brain plasticity is complex, and if it weren't surgically severed, maybe. I don't know. I'm more annoyed with how they present her ailment than the fact that it heals. Uh, because because she she would probably have a pretty good memory of her job and the facts that she knew from it. Maybe she wouldn't be able to put together the implications of everything as well. But that doesn't mean she would forget like the names the list of that she made or before. whatever the list that she made before. You know that sort of thing. Uh, they 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 try. They try. I, I understand what they're trying to do here, and it honestly, I'm I'm not so annoyed because I think it's an it's an interesting question that they ask, sure, especially yeah. because it's kind of relevant. Uh, and it, it, it is, you know, they do touch very well on the fact that sometimes people do get brain injuries that change one part of them while leaving the rest. Uh, and the, and the, the question of, are you your memories or, and your relationships or are you your skills is, is one that I think is interesting to ask for someone who, who they, they built an entire show around this person based on their skills more than anything else. Um, so I, I don't really mind it, but I did want to touch on split brain procedure yeah, and split I brain mean, patients because it's really interesting. That's that different was, than like making you draw a clock to test for encephalitis or whatever, like doing Hannibal. Because Steven's just like, I don't know anything about that, which yeah. is fine. We don't, need to <laughs> we don't need to talk about Hannibal. We'll talk about Hannibal another time. <laughs> uh, what I want to say is that was probably the most informative thing that has happened or will ever happen on this podcast <laughs> by a mile. And now is the time where I, I make my shameful confession. Steven, when you first posted that clock, I was like, that's a pretty hot clock. We could eat like a watch that only has half the numbers on it. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> would be Cardio so put that fucking out. <laughs> Yeah, and I, but I was like, yo, but like Cartier or something like that should put that out there. And then Steven, when you explained the whole science behind it, I was like, we got to make a fashion brand tomorrow. <laughs> because if you were just like, yeah, it's this clock. Well, here's why it's this clock. Let's get this on <laughs> Daniel Kaluuya's wrist at the Oscars. Let's oh, go. Man. I yeah. thought it was about college, uh, that college psychologists would go crazy over this. <laughs> They're like, oh, my gosh, it's a split brain clock. Yeah, and then like GQ would have it in there and be like, so actually, here's what's going on with that red, with that 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 uh, <laughs> that you know that clock on the wrist. So it's this psychological thing, and people would be like, yo, that's a cool story. Yeah, and if you put it on your left wrist, only oh. the other side shows oh. up. <laughs> I don't know how we'd have to do. Well, we'd just have a left wrist and a right wrist version. I thought it had something to do with that. We couldn't decide if we were recording at six thirty or seven, and I was like, I don't know where to begin with this, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
As long as like, be... the clock did only go to seven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, what does this mean? Is this a clue? Did Stephen give us oh, all the no, clues? Oh, no, I very much posted that to be like, I wonder what they'll think I'm doing here. Uh, and that works Listen, as well as I possibly could. This is the same human being who the other day explained how eyes work in a group DM that's mostly about the NBA. And none of us responded because it happened at six in the morning. So we were all like, okay. Uh. I told you guys when I was going to do it when I was sitting at the airport. Also, it's yeah. because our friend was really high and was like, how do eyes even work? And I was like, do you want me to answer that question? <laughs> can I can I get us back to Bones by quoting the show Bones? Yeah. yeah. I need to get into the bone room. <laughs> yes, I, I also have... We're all trying to get into counts. the bone room. I mean... Listen, guys, it's it's been rough out here. Pandemic, pandemic solo. <laughs> I need to get into the bone room. I mean, if yeah, and, and then you walk in. Are the, you vaccinated? Uh, I'm gonna have such an anxiety issue the first time I go back into the bone room after all this time. <laughs> I love how this show had one of the most horrifying, uh, tw- the twisted vision. There is a room filled entirely with bones, human bones, and it is not in the least bit presented as the way that everything else would, which is what a sinister, awful this image, is what an uncanny thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, what a, it's just they're like ah, all the bones got mixed uh, up. It, it'd be like it'd be this. <laughs> this scene, this scene was pre- this scene yeah. was presented the same way as like if I walked into work and somebody had like accidentally uh, messed up our SQL server. It's like ah, oh, the data's messed up. I gotta it's sort it. It's beyond that. It would like it would be like if I was like, oh man, thanks for doing my dishes, but you put the spoons where the forks are supposed to be. <laughs> like they're so nonchalant about it. Yeah, they're like, oh it's no. Like, it's like How three we people were carrying these? puzzles and then they knocked into each other and dropped the puzzles and they were like, ah we now have we to gotta figure, figure out, out which puzzle pieces go in which box. Uh, also, they were all weird Italian stereotypes. <laughs> yeah. Why have we become Italian? Also, they're just like, let's fix things up after like their entire workplace was just exploded with a series of bombs. They're like, all right, well, we gotta start piecing the bones back. We gotta fix the <laughs> bones, yeah, first thing. Did anybody learn anything about the uh, situation in Guatemala that would have led to her excavating mass graves? There was a civil war. Well, that was just a fun well, pilot was, callback. Well, yeah, it was. I was just I curious know, if anybody probably knows the anything CIA, about Probably it. the CIA did it. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm glad that I'm not the one saying <laughs> this like, this It's time. probably like Nicar- <laughs> it's probably just Nicaragua in the 80s or whatever. It's all those kids were all better Matt, dead Matt than is, red or whatever. Matt is they wiping his grave. brow in relief for not being the Fucking, one uh, what's his name? Elliot, uh, uh, Elliot Abrams. No. Yeah, cool. Elliot Abrams probably commanded it. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was just curious if anybody had any knowledge of it uh, when it uh, came up. I, I hear. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I had no thoughts watching two episodes of Bones. <laughs> <laughs> My brain was a blank space. That's I felt fair. serene. <laughs> I didn't even have my usual thoughts when I watch these types of shows now, where I'm just like, "Those two char- characters should kiss." I was just like, mm. "I didn't want them to kiss." Two characters on screen. Do we ever Felt see wrong. them kiss in these two episodes? Yes, a couple times in the finale. Yeah. Okay. Dude. Travis, it's his wife. His wife and bones. She almost died. His wife bones. This is she not a husband and wife. She doesn't type remember how to kiss. She doesn't have her skills anymore. <laughs> if it turned into fifty first dates oh, at man. the end of this, <laughs> yeah, my reaction I just was misses. I'd be ripping shit up. My reaction was, oh no, Bones is bad at being smart now. <laughs> yeah, the, that's why I was the, I put it on there. The character sacrifices their power or yeah. loses their power 
in some capacity. Because, yeah, it's like, well, I might not have what makes me special, but I'm still a person or whatever horse shit they say. No, this show, this was like one of my biggest fears. I mean, not having my corpus... Corsola, whatever you said. Uh, separated, yes. but <laughs> the Pokemon Corpus, Corpus Corsola. Yeah. Yeah. Like not that, around, not that part so much. Corpus Canolini. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh. A Wario hit me with a blue shell, and now I no longer have my Corpus Christi working all right. <laughs> but just the, like, yeah, like you said earlier, it is an interesting Wait, question of, like, who are, like, if I lost my, like, intellectual capacity... Or whatever to some can degree. We, like, what? My can we take a second? Yeah, where? it's gone. Yeah, Travis is like, this is one of my greatest fears, and the rest of us are like, oh, oh, <laughs> me, yeah. <laughs> you idiot, idiot, oh, you you afraid of this? Yeah, no, it's the same reason why I've yet to watch The Father because I think that movie's gonna fuck me up. Yeah. At some point, somebody tells David Boreanaz that they were wrong and that he killed a guy and it was good that he did it. Yeah. The guy who's like, sorry, I gave you shit for the last 12 years about being the most (laughs) being the most cowardly type of military, uh, person you can be, but you were right to kill this guy, which I mean, hard to say shit going on in former Yugoslavia in the nineties. There's, a lot to unpack for another podcast. Yeah, well, in our in our follow up, well, that's that's in the, the, the like, geo like, like, follow up. Killed, yeah, like he didn't kill Slobodan Milosevic, so I have no idea what. <laughs> well, that's that's the as you know spinoff podcast, which is just Matt and Travis talking about the geopolitical <laughs> Balkans politics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would absolutely literally everything to... I know about Balkan the Balkans I know through the NBA, so it really <laughs> would be. <laughs> Difficult. Well, we got yeah. You've got your Balkan knowledge, Travis and then we have Matt's secret the history Balkan. of Travis explains the history of like uh, Eastern Europe through NBA players. Throughout <laughs> they, do, they, do fla- they do a flashback, and and Seely Booth accidentally shot out the tires of Drazen Petrovich's car. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, no. Seely <laughs> Booth shot uh, Sabonis's knees, so he never no. covered his <laughs> That's Lithuania. Um, that's the Baltics. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Um, uh, yeah, so they have um, Kovac. Yeah, he's Kovac. Kovac. They have Kovac's wife. She's able to. She's able to deceive that perfect scientific instrument, the lie detector test, by saying, "I don't know where my husband is." What's your favorite way someone's ever beaten a lie detector test in fiction? Uh, my favorite is an oceans. 11 where the squirrely guy has to do it and they're like it's simple you're just gonna step on this pin oh yeah when you do and he's just like no 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 just could not handle that idea but yeah People yeah she beats the lie detector use those tests anymore. they're inadmissible <laughs> they're inadmissible they're so <laughs> fucking awesome they're <laughs> only useful in fiction not if, they're only useful if you lie the way i do which is you've like do it once a year and it's nerve wracking like, and everyone immediately like, knows that you're lying. It's <laughs> like, the same it as like sodium pentothal, like which is a thing that exists, but like that's the truth. That's like truth serum, basically. Yeah, I'm yeah. now on eBay and I'm looking to see if I can buy a polygraph. Dude, we watched something recently where that came up. I forget what. <laughs> the idea of just like walking into my living room, and you're like, yeah, this is great. I really love the setup. What's with that chair in the corner? And I'm like, oh, that's for the polygraph <laughs> machine. They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, yeah, you don't have a polygraph machine? <laughs> I want a polygraph machine 
Less because I would like to see the lie detectors, more because I think it'd be a cool way to do some prints. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Also, yeah. the way to have your apartment decorated in the most psychotic possible <laughs> way. Just a bunch of fucking just... polygraph test prints. And and it's next to a bunch of photos. So it's just like they're pinned <laughs> to the walls next to photos. You're like, yo. And they're all labeled with like initials and dates that don't actually mean anything. <laughs> you good? There's a lot of real home lie detector USP polygraph no. machine pulse body language testing kit. No, professional polygraph or nothing. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it turns out that Kovic's wife is actually a sister, but it's a lie, right? It's not that they're, it's not incest. It was yeah, just a cover just, story. Yeah, it's just a cover story. It's a, yeah. it's an ever never situation. Is a yeah, uh, wait, it's absolutely. A <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> no, explain it to me now. The three I of demand. us are laughing. You don't get it. What are we referencing? I demand. <laughs> Ever never, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Ed, Edward, Edward, we, ever never. Look up Edgar Alvin, and Evelyn. Ever never, Evelyn, ever never. So did did Tim Burton release a movie that I didn't know about? No, this is yes, Riverdale. He did, and it's called Riverdale. Oh, <laughs> no! You could have just said that. You we thought you'd me. figure that out for the three you of us laughing and not you. It's Chad Michael Murray, dude. All this lady had to say was hiding behind patriotism, and I was instantly on her side. I was like, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. this, this, like, whatever you are doing is justified. Heartbreaking. This international terrorist raises some really good points. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so they are like, you tried to kill me. Uh, Bones is like, let me at that bitch. She tried to kill me and my children. Okay, so, so before that, there's a scene where uh, Bones' five assistants are trying to figure out um, (laughs) the note that Bones left behind. And I thought this was a really interesting scene because... Can I guess why you thought it was a really interesting scene? It has nothing to do with the fact that one of them is extremely cute. (laughs) That's not what I was going to say. I was going to say, is it because the doctor uh, who's in charge of this, the one who's in the wheelchair says to them, she trained you for this exact scenario. And I was like, I'm sorry, she trained you on the options that an explosion might occur at her workplace, destroying it and rupturing her ability to remember how to do complicated tasks. So she would need you guys to use the skills that she taught you to complete her work. Because that's what you said when you said exact scenario. Not to be like, she taught you to take over if she needs this. No, you said exact what was I? What was I on about? Oh, so uh, no, because because effectively severing your corpus callosum, what it means is that your right brain and your left brain can't share commun- can't share information with each other. Uh, they can only they only have the information that they have access to, and only the skills that they have access to. And in order to figure something complex like this out, you need to be able to communicate. And this scene is shot with like one person saying something at a time and they are all using all of their skills put together to solve the, the, the situation that uh, Emily Deschanel no longer can because her brain can't communicate with itself. And these people are using, are working as sort of a surrogate brain that she set up by training them. And I, th- I didn't know if it was saying all of that, but in my brain it was, and it was cool. It's a cool idea anyway. Yeah. If the acting in this episode weren't one out of 10, this would have been a great scene. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. Did, no, it, it was a bad, feel- it was a bad acting, but it was, a, it was, were these it, it, to like, me? It was a metaphor that I liked. Were these longtime crew members who finally got a cameo? Yes. Oh no, these were longtime cast members, as far as I, from what I understand. 
I would say that the bad, the the kind of like lackluster, the well, not even like like the the very asleep at the wheel acting would fall at the hands of the director, who was just like fine with these performances. And oh wait, I'm seeing here it was David Boreanaz, uh, who was probably just like, uh, all right, let's wrap this one up. I gotta go fuck that lady who Tiger Woods fucked. <laughs> I gotta when go you're call when you're directing a finale of a show that you're on, when you do your last scene, do you then just go like, and that's Great a wrap on me. Yeah, <laughs> Series wrap on would... David Boreanaz from David Boreanaz. <laughs> that would probably fucking rule. That would be God, cool as shit that's to my, do. I'm updating my dream board. <laughs> yeah, that's a wrap on me. That is, especially if it's like, a tender death scene. <laughs> like <laughs> he just gets up and goes, like, "Okay, cut." All right. <laughs> Great job. Great job, everyone. Great job. Great job today. I never really understood how directing a scene that you're in works in the first I, place, but <laughs> yeah, they uh, they are like, "Okay, we know where Kovac is. Let's get his ass." And then confusingly they like have a helicopter that's just there to put a spotlight on him and not do anything. Oh no, I can't go this way. Helicopter. <laughs> me playing GTA. Ah, Yeah, it's... And uh, Booth gets his hand broken in a specific way, so he can't use it. And he just I couldn't even I can't tell use my what hand. happened I can't use my hand. I can't use my hand. And then Brennan's just like... Bones, bones. Yeah, sorry. Bones is like, oh, I remember. It's just no, no. this minor problem with your bones. It just means I need to do this. And then, like, looks like she breaks his hand or whatever. And she's just like, ah, son of... Oh, I can use my hand again. She's like, I remembered. The way it works is once you once you remember one thing, you're fully cured. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, they uh, they shoot the guy. Uh, boom. Yeah. Bam. American justice. Bang bang. Fuck you. Shot him down. Fuck you. Uh, and they sit. I, what yeah, else? Now we get sentimental closure. And then there's just like God, nothing for like, happens for, for the like rest of the episode. Two hours. You just get oh, sentimental yeah. closure. They say goodbye to the coffee. set. So somebody who get one of them gets a red eye, which is the most like 2006 ass fucking coffee order you could possibly have. And yet in 2017, what is a red uh, eye? It's a an red espresso eye is, in a coffee. Yeah. You just get a, well, a you're supposed to do right. You instead are supposed to get a coffee and a shot of espresso separately, like a beer and a shot. Uh, and then you drink them on the way home. And then when you get home, you have an actual beer and a shot. That's called a double double. Yeah, it's for the freelancers. Bones tells some, like, she reminisces about her relationship with Booth and talks about how they, like, shot Tommy guns on Valentine's Day. Well, yeah, well, uh, Booth is at that. That's where he's like, you're my wife. You're the one I picked. It doesn't matter if you can't remember, you know, how to do your bone stuff. You're the person who, you know, (laughs) on Valentine's Day, we shot Tommy guns with, which, like, that's a weird My my wife doesn't remember how to bones. very unfortunate. It's it's <laughs> and he references Mulder and Scully again. It's a ghost that looms large over American television. I don't know what to say. Specifically on Fox. Uh, yeah. And then like everyone just like looks through old photos and stuff, and then Some the people, Bug and Slime guys and Angela are like, "We made a pop-up children's I book love, about where we go to work." Yeah, this was a really this was a really weird. I, you guys even weird see this, it's a novel a about it book and I, i'm the caterpillar and I you're do, the bird i do really like that we are like angela and bug and slime guy real, <laughs> real name. instagram girlfriend twitter yeah. boyfriend man if somebody made a pop-up book of my place of work i i don't mean to sound dramatic but i would end my own life on the spot 
That is fucking what if you psycho were a shit. What if, but what if your work, Matt, was with bones? <laughs> what if the farm that you're at in the pop-up book that is is just littered with the bones of dead people? <laughs> Which you're like, I will show this to children. This is bones. the pop-up book I made for them to explain my job as our, a forensic our, anthropologist. Our work is about is investigating murder by looking at skeletons. <laughs> I want to Amazing. imagine that what happened afterwards like is that they showed that homicide book. detective uh, pop up book. Hell yeah, homicide life on the streets. The pop up book, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, no, so I choose to imagine that what happened immediately after this scene uh, was they were like, "Yo, so bones, like, can you put us in touch with your agent who got all of those books published?" And she was like, ah, "Yeah, listen, um, oh no, I can't." Remember her number. Oh, the brain stuff's back again. And then, like, fled that conversation. My corpus cannoli got severed. Oh, no. I misplaced in a business card. And then, yeah, they, they talk about a book that was written by John Francis Daly. And his goofy fucking smiles out there. And he's just like, man. You've looked like this forever. <laughs> Literally the same as on Freaks and Geeks where you were 14. Poor guy. To now. I. Dr. Sweet. I feel bad for those types of actors. I mean, I've. I uh, I just watched. Uh, you know, because sometimes you do this if you're me and you open up YouTube and there's a bunch of random movie clips and you're like, I could watch a scene from the 2017 Aaron Sorkin directed film Molly's Game, which is all about an illegal poker game. It's, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, and it features, uh, a, it's, 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 yeah, it's about like a series of illegal poker games that actually happened and features a character called Player X, who was uh, an amalgamation of a few actors, but mostly Tobey Maguire. And they cast Michael Sarah, who does objectively a good job, but unfortunately still looks like Michael Sarah as he's saying Tobey Maguire ass shit that's like manipulative and, and awful. But you're like, why is Michael Sarah doing this? I can't believe any of this, and that's how I feel about John. I'm Francis. glad he's we still watch, getting work, even if he looks the same. We've watched development, and like it's hilarious. It's like Michael Sarah, you still pretty much look like this. Uh, Aaliyah Shokat, you don't look like this anymore. Not a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just people looking wistful for the last 15 minutes of this episode. Then Bones is over. This was yeah. I mean, it ended like we, Supernatural ended. I think yeah. Like we like, said goodbye. For the fans. Yeah. 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 yeah, no, exactly. It's it for the exactly people the... who stuck with it oh. long after it should have been airing. I was gonna say it ended exactly the same. Bones and Booth went to heaven. <laughs> and yeah. then they just they should have fuck it, whatever. <laughs> and then the and then the crew and cameramen and directors were on a bridge. <laughs> I'm surprised they were I stand by that was the best <laughs> way that any of these shows have ended still so far. That's how often at least should end that They should like wave at you yeah. and be like, We brought you the show for all these years that you watched. Dude, like, if Vampire Diaries nice doesn't end like that, that way, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> I wanna feel appreciated. I would bones. give this show six six out of ten bones. Ten bones? Come on. I would give this show 126 out of 206 bones. <laughs> yeah, he said he would. Yeah, there we go. That's what I want. I want that. I want the bone scale. Yeah, out of 206. Yeah, this is a new feature we're adding. We're going to make an arbitrary scale at the end of every episode. Or this every is not arbitrary. Based. This is a perfect no. scale for this show. <laughs> You're right. We're going to make a new scale a show that, known that, fits as bones. This, that fits this. So, yeah, out of 206, I would give bones like 115 out of 206. Yeah. Uh, 
This uh this this it passes for me. This is like this is like a good hundred and forty seven out of two hundred six. <laughs> it's a gentleman's hundred and twenty three out of two hundred and six. <laughs> you know? Like you're like, I'm not I don't hate it. Like I could get why you would yeah. watch a bunch of bones. You know. I don't not- get why you would watch a bunch of bones if you don't watch a bunch of network TV. My, there are right. other procedurals for me, you know. I bet this one, you know, I, I mean, like, I mean, I know, because, again, you know, it's as you know, we know everything about a show. Uh, this one definitely, you know, like, it, it reaches that certain point where they're like, well, here's the episodes, but there's an overarching season. There's lot. the mythology episodes yeah, the mythology and the episodes. Monster of the Week episodes. And, you know, they should have just stuck with the Monster of the Week episodes, I think. The Bone of the Week. The Bone of the Week episode. That's bone why. Of the see, week. that's why it should only be 206 episodes, but instead yeah. they were like, well, we got to do the mythology ones, and that put it to 242. Ah, <laughs> God, the mythology ones. Yeah, and then we're all just like, ah, whatever at this point. Yeah, we don't, care about, the eight, we don't care about the lore. They have 40 episodes of lore. I only care just, about yeah. the lore. It's not good. <laughs> well, C- now we're just talking cigarette about Cigarette smoking bone. Now we're just talking about X Files. I know. Cigarette boning man. I usually only care about the lore, but in that show, it's just bad it and annoying. Get, it gets bad. It starts amazing, and then it gets really bad. I will agree with yeah, you. Yeah, I only that watched like a season well. and change of the X Files, but I did not care about the lore episodes at all. It gets well, awesome, and then it gets horrible. Well, I think we can safely wrap up these. The Bone books. Gunman. Okay. There we go. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, Stephen has uh, fallen into. He's played my trap card. He's fallen for my trap Aha. card because uh, he has decided that we were going to talk about Babylon Five. Correct? Oh boy, <laughs> that's the one. Uh, and now I, this is where I, I get to introduce to you guys this strategy because we, we've we've had some back and forth about how to define this. But I'm going to invoke what I will now refer to as the streaming rules because mm. HBO Max lists the pilot movie as the first episode. And yep. then the normal finale as the finale. So we can just always, if given the opportunity, refer to how it is presented on a streaming service. To discern okay. if we want. To define what qualifies as first and last episode. Now it would be easy to say, Matt, tell me about Babylon 5. <laughs> but instead yeah, I'm going to have, have Matt and Travis uh, double team this one. I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock starting now. Well, it's not Battlestar Galactica, and it's not Stargate SG-1. I'm anticipating, like, real, true, only-for-the-nerds shit in a way that, like, those shows even aren't. Like, I've watched a fair amount of, like, Star Trek, and I watched all of that, the new Battlestar, but there's no way that those can touch the nerd level that this shit is going to be. Yeah, I have, like, no experience with this type of sci-fi, honestly, uh, from what I understand. Well, I have no idea what the fuck it's about. Sorry. We didn't get much, but don't worry. They're going to find out everything, and we are going to have a long conversation about J. Michael Straczynski next week on As You Know. As always, though, we'd like to thank our producer, Matt Igiani, for his fantastic production work. You can find us wherever you listen to this podcast, and I encourage you to rate, review, subscribe. You can find us at As You Know Pod on Twitter.com, where, again, I'm trying Beef to remember us. to. Yeah, please beef with us. I'm trying to remember to tweet more, but last week's episode published the day after I got the second vaccine dose and I spent most of the day asleep. So not a lot going on in that sphere. Uh, also, yeah, get vaccinated, people. Mask up. I want to have a summer again. Uh, and I'm yeah. I, and I'm going 
to talk about summer plans. Uh, I imagine next week when everyone else struggles to talk about Babylon 5, the seminal <laughs> American science fiction television show. Which we will have watched over 100 minutes of. Oh, us, boy. So. The things we do. All right. Yeah. Now, Stephen, what do you have Third to say for yourself? Throw me a freaking bone in here. I had to get the Austin Powers in. <laughs> <laughs>